0: This episode of The Faithful Agent brought to you by our sponsors, Rachel Inman with The Mortgage Mamas and our sponsors at patreon.com. Christians in real estate, let's dive right in and learn how to grow our business and grow our faith. Welcome back, Faithful Agents, to another episode of the Faithful Agent Podcast. This
1: is take two for me because my first intro that you will never hear was terrible. We're glad that you've joined us today. It was pretty bad. Tyler and myself are here today to talk about just sharing some of our personal tools and tips and tricks and things that we do to both grow spiritually, but also grow our businesses and our mindset. We hope that maybe they'll be encouraging to you. We wanted to share some of those uh, with you today, and we're going to be talking about Proverbs 8. Wait, Proverbs 14, verse 8, excuse me, that's right. uh, which we'll get to in a second. T, yeah. Give me a joke. You got a good joke. Give it to me, oh, man. What you got?
0: You're yelling at me. Okay. Yeah. I am. Uh, I am yelling at you. Oh, you no. said yours was oh, no. good. Yeah. I think that's oh, good. Oh, did you lose
1: yeah. it? Okay. No, no, All no, I right. Got go it. go for it. it. Yep. Okay. What kind of yep. okay.
0: What is a missionary's favorite kind of car? A convertible. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's that's, good. that's pretty good. I mean, it makes okay. sense. That's awesome unlike most i I like that so let's uh, let's (laughs) keep your story under 30 seconds this time thanks okay got it all right
1: so a scientist went to god and said triumphantly we've worked out how to make a man without you god laughed and said okay then show me go ahead so the scientist bent down and picked up a handful of dirt but god stopped him he said oh no you didn't get your own dirt huh
0: yeah uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that failed. Uh, All right, yeah. so
1: I got to tell a story. This has nothing yeah. to do with anything, but uh, but it's a good story, and uh, and I'm going to share it. So, audience, uh, just a few minutes ago, Tyler and I are starting a business, uh, not this one, a different one, and I needed his social security number, and he literally said, <laughs> for our bank account, he literally said, I trust you with my life, but not my social security number. So <laughs> I had to ask him a lot of times for it. Well, it reminded me of... When I was 18 years old, okay, this is, a, this is like one of the dumbest moments of my life, and the Lord is kind and protected me, I think. 18 years old, I'm at music practice at church. The church I grew up in at Richmond, I was, I was helping lead music. I get a phone call, and I don't know why I answer it, but I answer this phone call right in the middle of practice, and it says, hey, is this Garrett Maroon? You know, sounds all official. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is him. This is, I forget, so-and-so calling from the local radio station, right? And said, we've got you on the line to win. Uh, Jason Mraz tickets. I was a huge Jason Mraz fan Ooh, back in the
0: you day. You do love Jason so Mraz. Oh, that's
1: yeah, yeah I, I, I did. So I say, oh, that's amazing. And they're like, you just have to answer some questions for us live on air. And they started asking me questions about John Mayer, which I don't know why that didn't really <laughs> trigger something. But they so they asked me questions about John Mayer. And Back in the day, I knew a lot about music and whatever. So. They're asking me questions, and I'm getting them all right, and they're getting excited, and I'm getting excited. I'm standing in the church parking lot by myself, 18 years old, and I finally answer all the questions like, congratulations, Garrett. This is amazing. You have won live tickets to go see Jason Mraz backstage at blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing, right? I'm super excited. (laughs) And they say, stay on the line. We just need a little bit of info from you. Okay, no problem. I don't know. I assume I'm going live. And so they I get on the line with whoever and they're like, all right, we just need a little bit of information, make sure we can get you tickets. Great. Okay. What's your address? Gave them my address. Great. What's your phone number? Gave them my phone number. Great. What's your email address? Gave them my email address. All right. What's your social security number? And I gave them my social security number <laughs> oh because I was God. so caught up. And after, like, I give him the social security number. And he's like, oh, hold on. Wait, can you hear me still? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. And he's like, oh, can you hear me still? Like, yeah, I'm here. And then they click. And they Oh hang- <laughs> my goodness. So I Did remember standing there. I remember standing there in the parking lot and immediately, you know, I went from elation, so excited to like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Someone just stole my social security number. And my mind is racing. Like who, who knows that I love Jason Mraz, right? I wasn't on Facebook or anything. It wasn't that. This is not the social media time. Who knows that I love Jason Mraz, right? Who would know to call me? How would they find that information? And so I, I run through those questions and I'm like, my social security number, why in the world would they need my social? And why in the world did I give it to them? <laughs> so I, I call my dad. My dad calls the police. I go home. The police are there. They take a report, You know, whatever. And, uh, and then that day I signed up for LifeLock to protect my social security number. And nothing by the Lord's kindness. So far, nothing has happened. It's still like that weird moment in my life of, why did I do that? What a terrible decision on my part, right? Why would they need my social security number for oh, me to win tickets? And wow. then why have they done nothing with it, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're just waiting. Maybe they looked at my bank account. And they're like, Yes, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> and so maybe at 18, sweaty. there was no value. And yeah. uh, yes, right. But the one things, day moral of
0: the story, the things mm. you do for Jason Mraz tickets, right? You know, Terrible. It, don't man. idolize concert tickets. You know, mm. you totally that is that's good wisdom judgment, right there, man. You know,
1: that yeah. is good wisdom. And I think it leads perfectly into our scripture for the day. Proverbs
0: Gosh. fourteen eight. So uh, T, give give us that, buddy. All right, yeah. Proverbs fourteen eight. The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his way, but the folly of fools is deceiving.
1: Not sure which side I was on that day. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not the wisdom wow. one.
0: <laughs> really yeah, discerning. isn't that terrible, dude? Yeah. What a terrible you know, thing. But it's okay. I, you know, we're beating I, you up I right now because it's funny. but yeah. You know, we all make mistakes. We want to have you know belief in humanity. Big. We want to trust. You know that there's there's some there's some compliments to be had there, mm. other than you just idolizing Jason Mraz. But you know, there's some
1: goodness there. <laughs> it's you know. a good thing I didn't tell you that story until until after I, you gave me your social. I know. So I, I appreciate signing up that for
0: LifeLock right now. Yes,
1: right, right. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of LifeLock, check out this transition. What other kinds of tools and things have you used? <laughs> that's a, that was a good transition that have yeah. helped you. Let's talk about grow spiritually. Like tools, tricks, Bible study, resources, whatever, man. What are some of those things that have been helpful?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're jumping straight to the meat of this because I think this is something that I can always use other people. I always ask other people about that I can use a ton of leadership in, honestly. This is something that even when we think we have phenomenal rhythms spiritually or think we kind of have a cadence figured out, I think this is probably the most susceptible place for me personally to kind of get complacent just in terms of maybe time with the Lord or how my, what my spiritual rhythm is in terms of me personally kind of check the box in the morning, reading the Bible, check the box with our prayer time. Like it's really, really great to have, certain things blocked out. But over time, if you're not taking some self-reflection and, and really challenging yourself intentionally, those can just become, again, just a cadence and check the box things. And that is the absolute yeah. opposite right. of what our spiritual growth should look like. So that's a confession and just like a way that I need to, I recognize that I've learned I need to hold myself accountable. So some of the tools that that yeah. I have implemented. Wait, real, real quick, let me just jump yep. in
1: there too just to add my, my piece of that because I agree with you. I yeah. think I easily fall into The category of I get it done, but Mm -hmm. when it talks about, you know, really just like sitting there and marinating on the scripture or just really pondering what is going on or putting myself in that position or trying to understand, excuse me, what is the scripture really teaching? Yeah, it's it's unfortunately so uncommon. Right. And, and I read my Bible almost every single day, not every day. Right. But I remember hearing, and this is a challenge to us and to other people. I remember hearing a a, a great evangelist named Ray Comfort. And he always talked, he, he's, you know, he's telling the story one time. He says, I'm talking to this guy. And the guy says, Well, what do you mean? You know, what do you mean, Pastor? I read my Bible every other day. And he's like, Oh, you read your Bible every other day? You're telling me, he said, You're telling me that 180 days a year you don't read your Bible. Right, mm-hmm. like that's what every other day is, and mm-hmm. so I think the r- rhythm and routine is important. But we right. got to take time, which I struggle with too, to just yeah. really feast on the Word, which is hard to understand. So, sorry, bro. Go yeah. ahead. What are no, what are some of really those good. tools and things? Also, yeah,
0: Ray Comfort, amazing, incredible evangelist. Yeah, amazing. Like, has he a is. ton of videos out there that should just mm-hmm. empower you to be bold in your faith and, and asking right. hard questions and be unashamed and and championing the gospel every single day. So, great reference there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a couple of different things, uh, just probably the biggest like tip or just perspective that has impacted my spiritual growth is as, you know, an entrepreneur, a hard worker, somebody who's ambitious or just a driver in general, most of the time you're the one doing the talking. When you're thinking about any of the, the ventures that you're on as an agent, growing your business, you are doing a lot of the talking. You're putting your name out there. You're trying to grow your business. There's, there's a lot of doing and a lot of, again, being the mouthpiece. I've said that quite a few times. But when I think about time that you spend with the Lord and we're talking at the Lord or doing the one being sharing all of the perspective and we're not doing enough listening, right? Like that's value that we should take practically like into our lives, into our relationships, that we need to be better listeners, that we need to open up our ears and care more about what's coming in rather than what's going out. But especially in our spiritual life, if we're not taking Mm -hmm. the time as we're investing into the word, pouring over the word to allow the spirit to stir in us and to allow God's word to be audible, like in our hearts, in our minds, like that is, we're thinking about what we can get out of it or what we, you know, how we can implement this into our life rather than creating the space for the Lord to speak to us. And now I'm not saying that in like this audible, like the ceiling's going to open up and you're going to hear that microphone come down where God speaks to you. Maybe some people have had that experience before, but I'm saying in terms of being so cognizant of God's character and being so intentional with your time that you choose to listen as opposed to speak. So that's a that's a posture. But then from a tactical standpoint, something that a dear brother of mine shared with me years ago that I confess I'm not great at doing consistently, but when I really feel like I need wisdom and discernment. This is exactly where I turn. So again, I should be doing it more. Confession, not perfect, but an incredible means of discerning the Lord's voice is called listening prayer. Have you ever heard of that, G? Have we talked about this before? Mm-mm. So no, it's I listening prayer, and this is it, it, you know, again, I've used it a few times and I use it very, very consistently or frequently, inconsistently. But what you do is you sit down and you go before the Lord and you try to calm everything else out take all distractions away obviously whenever you go before the lord and instead of journaling about what's on your heart and you know what are you laying down before him you start journaling and say lord like what do you want to share with me? Like what do you what do you feel like you have for me? Like where where do I need to meet you? Where am I? Where am my, my blind spots right now? And you just kind of ask questions and you use two different color pens. And when you feel like you're speaking in your voice, you write out questions and then when you feel like you just you just keep writing. And when you feel like you hear like some type of audible response or you feel like some type of revelation come through, you change colors and then you just kind of go back and forth and have this dialogue for an extended period of time, like 15, 20, 30 minutes, it goes by in an instant. Now the caveat here, it might sound unique or different or something that is a little bit intimidating. I was skeptical at first too, but the biggest caveat is going back and then bringing a brother or I bring Chelsea into this all the time, you bring somebody in close to you to discern, whether or not, like, are you, is this in line with scripture? Are you making this up? Are you using your flesh to pretend to speak in God's word? I mean, that's, heretical, obviously, but there is a way to try to be intentional and consistently to discern, like, how do you know when you're hearing God leads you or hearing God's voice if you don't try, if you don't practice different means of doing so? And there's been a lot of moments where certain things come out of my heart or certain things are, are revealed to me that I had no idea were really there in those moments. And I truly believe that in the kindness of the Lord and the spirit that he's blessed us with that things stir and come out that I've been holding on tightly with my hands that get exposed when I choose to listen instead of just speaking at him or writing out my own thoughts and commands. Do
1: you want to generate more leads, create more leverage, and have more life? Do you want to build business the way the Lord called you to by serving and loving people? Well, we want to help. I've sold over 500 homes in just eight years, all by relationship. And I show you how in my eight-part e-course on the foundations of lead generation, Just go to faithfulagent.com, click get the e course to learn more. And just for being a faithful listener, use promo code podcast for $100 off. Now back to the show.
0: I haven't shared, Mm -hmm. now that I haven't shared that with you, I mean, what do you think about that? I don't, what do you, what do you got on that?
1: Yeah. No, I, I, you said it's called listening prayer. Yep, right? But it's like a journaling yeah. thing. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think that's a super fascinating concept. Again, to, to be clear, the Lord no longer reveals new things, right? All right. revelation is in scripture. So to your point, having someone come back and say, hey, what you wrote down that you know, you felt like you heard from the Lord doesn't line up with scripture. If it does, then great. If it mm-hmm. doesn't, then it's not from him, right? That was right. from your flesh, right? So, But no, I mean, I, I've never thought about Something like that. It's more like a a journaling with a specific purpose of sitting before the Lord and trying Mm -hmm. to listen to what I think that's really cool. I've never heard of anything like that before. You know, I, I go to uh, my routine is I get up at six, I get my coffee and then I listen to one worship song. And then I do, so I use an app called Verses. So I use a Verses app, which is a really awesome tool that helps you memorize scripture really Mm -hmm. easily which i love then i go to my app called prayer mate which is just a you know you write down all the lists of people you want to pray for and uh, it pulls out you know six or seven of them each day and you swipe through and pray pray for those people and then um i use the esv journal bible so it comes in like each book is its own little journal paperback journal and so the left side is the scripture the right side is open so i can I can like journal through as I'm thinking or write out thoughts or whatever to try to feast on the word a little bit more, which I am not good at. And recently I just started. Putting it like, you know, what's the summation of Romans chapter four, right? Or whatever, and write down a few points. Because when I'm done through Romans, which I'm studying now, I want to be able to go back and remember, okay, when I'm talking to somebody, say, okay, well, in Romans six, it talks about whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and just like have me, uh, general concepts of what's going on in scripture so I can reference those, right? I'm really trying. No, I still fail at this a lot, but I'm trying to move away from just saying, well, yeah, this is what the Bible says. Okay, mm-hmm. show me, you know, and be like, I don't know where that is. That's, that's, you know, that's not okay. Like, I don't want to accidentally say things and this is what the Lord says and it's not true. So the journal Bible is really helpful. You know, some of the, some of the resources and we both agree, both Tyler and I agree. There are great speakers, Ray Comfort, Vody Bauckham. I love Paul Washer. I mean, there's so many good teachers out there, right? That you can go learn from and you should go learn from, but nothing replaces the local church, mm-hmm. Right. Your local pastor—that is the most important place for you to be under the shepherd. A shepherding of good, solid, elder-led church that teaches the God, the Word of God. Right, mm-hmm. being in community with those people. But those are some of the resources that I've used, and I think that's really helpful. And then I'll say, for parents we have two books. One's called Old Story Made New, and one's called Long Story Short. And they're about the Old Testament and the New Testament, right? And it's just like 10-minute devotionals for your kids that just help walk you through that. And that's really helpful as well, is having those kinds of resources at my fingertips. And then my wife and I also really love Every, Every Moment Holy is just a book of liturgies that you know, for any situation, you pull them up for your, you know, morning coffee, just like a prayer that is really helpful. So those are some resources. And then all, all I'd say, last thing I would say is I use an app called to So like to do list, but to doist. And that way, because for me, man, when I sit down to have my quiet time, you better believe my brain's thinking about a bunch of other things, right? Trying to distract myself. And so what I've learned for me at least is I can't just like power through that. So I have to write them down. Right. I I need to write everything down. Okay. I need to do this, I need to do that, right? Because all that stuff comes into my head and I want to try to get rid of it or else I'm just distracted, which I still am sometimes, but I'm just distracted the entire time. So those are some of like actual tools and things that I've used that have been really helpful. Do you have tools and stuff like that, T, that that you've used or recommendations or Anybody those are like great. That.
0: I think you just gave a bunch and those are all really good. What I'd say instead of just dumping more out there is that for those of you that are listening and hear all that and like, I don't use any of that stuff, that that's mm-hmm. not that you should. not There's grace for that, like to not feel yeah. judged or condemned, like you're not doing it right, because, again, we're figuring it out. And these cadences yep. and rhythms that. G just mentioned and that I utilize have evolved over so much time. They ebb Mm -hmm. and they flow. Certain things replace others. And that's what, you know, the process of walking the walk looks like. I mean, sanctification Mm -hmm. is an ongoing process at certain seasons of life. You're led in different directions and what resource speaks the most to you. So, like, I would encourage if you don't have resources to press into that, we're not the experts of that. Jesus gave you an amazing list of different things, but again, use the local body around you. What's working for people Mm -hmm. that are in a similar stage in life as you are, what are, how are they walking it out? I mean, and that goes back to probably the most important topic. Well, outside of the gospel, one of the, topics that we talk about very, very frequently is about your inner circle, about how walking the walk with people in life. And so, you know, bring somebody in to hold you accountable to these things, bring somebody in to disciple you and what it looks like to shepherd your family, what it looks like to have a better spiritual life on your in your alone time. Like, have somebody that that walks alongside you in that and and wants to grow along with you so mm, before I speak to so, so to not speak to any you know more practical things you gave a great list man awesome thanks for doing that let's jump into you know maybe some tactical things I mean we can we can jump into our, our business but one thing before I do that I said that let's transition but I want to speak to one thing about relationships too like this has been probably the most instrumental change from a spiritual development standpoint and My family's life is, I don't, it's been a while ago now when we started really integrating a family calendar that when we sat down before the month started, whether it's in the middle of the month or the last week of the month, we set date nights in stone. We set time with our kids in stone. We set time in the mornings where we, Chelsea and I pray together in stone and we don't move them. So that's a very, very simple tip, but that time being in communion community with my bride intentionally consistently throughout the week, then having special time for us to, you know, step away and to reflect on everything going on to really care for one another and pursue each other and then have intentional time where we're doing the exact same thing with our kids. Like from a fundamental level, sounds super simple. But committing to one another and committing to your family that those are rocks that you're not going to move, that has had a huge impact in obviously our relational growth, but that relationship fuels my motivation to shepherd and lead my family for the kingdom as well. So, you know, not saying that they are the source of my motivation. It always comes from the Lord to love them and honor them. But that's a gift that the Lord has put on my heart to pursue them intentionally that I would encourage everybody listening to, to do the same thing.
1: That's awesome, man, and I and I love that. You know, it's encouraging to me too. Yeah, and let's be honest, we're not going to get to the business tips. We'll do a different episode, right? (laughs) Uh, But 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 I think uh, because we don't want this to take forever. But I, I think as you mentioned, as an encouragement, like one of the areas that I struggle in is consistent prayer with my wife, right? Mm -hmm. That's an area that I am weak in. I'm good at, mostly good at doing family devotional, right? I have ups and downs sometimes when I'm not as consistent. I'm pretty good at doing a daily quiet time. I'm not great at spending time just reflecting and you know really just feasting on the word, like recognizing Christian brother and sister that there's All of us are going to be good at some things. Other things are going to be difficult. To your point, T, that's the whole point of being in community with other believing Christians, right? Mm -hmm. And, And the Faithful Agent's amazing. Don't get me wrong. We love, obviously, this community and these people, but specifically the local people that you are mm-hmm. in daily community with right? consistently in your own church, or as we launch our local groups, or I guess that by the time this episode comes out, they'll be launched. Right, Gather together to be able to be encouraged by someone who is local and right there in front of you is so important. I love your cadence that you're talking about. I love that it's the humility of saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I, the church that we're in now, love our church, super theologically deep and rich. The first time we went there, Afterwards, we left, and I told my wife, I don't want to go because it freaks me out. Everyone here knows so much stuff. Like, I am getting exposed. Like, I literally remember I left from the church we were going to, and I felt like I knew a ton of stuff. Came to this new church, I'm like, I don't know anything. Right. Mm. A guy I'd never met walked up to me and said, Hey, man, nice to meet you. Glad you're here. How's your family worship? And I'm like, Don't ask me that, bro. Right. <laughs> Mostly because it was terrible. But like, being in a place where we will be we will be refined by other people. Iron sharpening iron. These mm-hmm. tools are great. The best tool that we have, obviously besides the word of God, is going and being around other believers who love and know the word of God. And we can be encouraged by that. So mm-hmm. T, man, why don't you take us out with that scripture, brother? Yep. And uh, you know, agents, sorry, we need to get to our business tips. We will another episode, no doubt. But we hope that's an encouragement to y'all. Go ahead, T. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Good word there. And just for perspective, last thing I'll say, and I'll take us home with the verse is we hear all the time if you're not if you're the smartest guy in the room you're in the wrong room if you are if you're getting insights and counsel you're 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 in a you're in a business space where you are the smartest guy in the room then you need to get into a bigger room with people that Mm. that know more that are going to challenge you to grow your business that are going to press in on things we think about that all the time from a professional standpoint the same thing exists from a faith-based spiritual growth mindset if we're not being Mm. discipled and we're just pouring out all the time, then we need to find somebody that will disciple us, find somebody that's gone before that's right. you good. in your local church around you, close to you, that cares about you, that's mm-hmm. going to shepherd you, that's going to lead you, that's going to challenge you. So it's the same, mm-hmm. that that same premise reigns true even more importantly in our spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. So just that's to put right. that in perspective. Are,
1: Tyler and I are not your shepherds. We that's are, right. this is not a church, right? We are not your local body of believers. The body of believers that shepherd you is in your local church. You go to them. We want to encourage and spur you on, but that's where you're going to get spiritual nourishment, right? So, mm-hmm.
0: T, give right. us give us uh, that scripture, brother. Good word. Proverbs fourteen eight. The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his way, but the folly of fools is deceiving.
1: Amen. Don't be foolish like me, giving my social security number away. Faithful agents, we love you. We'll see you next week. Hey, Faithful Agents, as always, thank you so much for joining us again. We hope you will continue to help us build the Faithful Agent community by sharing this episode with your friends, tagging the Faithful Agent group on Facebook, and by actually downloading this episode to help us beat the algorithms and get the good word out to other faithful real estate believers. Go to faithfulagent.com and click join our Facebook community to join us,
0: and we will see you next week.